Hotep Royals, welcome to The Gazi, episode number four. I am Ndlovgazi Salima, and this week we continue looking at the African calendar. to um my new episode uh now if you have been following i started off with the creation story according to our ancestors and according to the natural cycle and order of things to this day this is what is actually happening then i introduced the four schools of philosophy or is it law where this knowledge was taught in great deal then i went on to start on the calendar and i did talk about the books that i have read some of the books that i've read um i have listened to many lectures uh dr Josef ben jochenen um dr john henrik clark mfundishi jehutimus i have read um the sacred magic of ancient egypt I have read Umkuluvusamazulu's Indaba My Children so far, and I've also read um, The Kemetic Tree of Life. Uh, I'm just finishing off The Zulu Shaman by Umkuluvusamazulu. I read books that spirit leads me into for particular reasons um, and answering particular questions that have been sitting with me for ages and i've been wanting to know so spirit kind of leads me to getting the answers in so many different ways so um now our last week i uh, uh, like i said i introduced the four schools of philosophy or is it Gordlo, where this knowledge was taught in great deal. Then I went on to start on the calendar and how it tie and how um, the schools, some of the schools of philosophy, in, in fact, specifically the school of Iyunu, how it ties into the calendar, right? We noticed that the umpatlo that we do for those of you that uh, have tuned into the great empire of Kemet Sunday lectures on YouTube uh, at the very beginning at 12 noon South Africa time, Umkulun Singiza will start with Umpatho. Um, just listen to the order in which he calls out to the Netaru, and you will understand what I'm talking about. So, Learning is not just about you listening to my podcast and then you're like, okay, I get it. Yeah, whatever. You have to kind of be proactive and then follow on. This is how I've come to read some of these books, how I've come to come across some of um, these lectures by these uh, very um, knowledgeable gentlemen. And there are some very knowledgeable uh, in Lovgazi that I have come across as well. 
you know um and i think that it is only by being proactive that as a as a as a seeker of knowledge that you will then get to that point where you you learn so much and and when you learn you are compelled to share what you've learned right so anyway moving on i also said that last week uh, i also said last week that the solar calendar which by the way you will find in stone at inzaloyelanga in pomalanga uh, that calendar as would say consists of 12 netaru these 12 netaru as i also said last week include seven of the nine ennead this is the school of iunu so pardon me if you listen to my podcast last week or the week before i don't remember um you will learn i did talk about the ennead these are the foundational principles responsible for the formulation or creation of a person you will find that um for example i'll give you an example uh, goddess oset is the principle of emotions you know goddess oset re, 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 uh, represents uh, is represented by the moon and you know women are uh, uh, go through their natural cycle uh the period and in that time and in that time there's so many emotions that are going on and it's goddess or set she's the, the the predominant principle at that time uh that's why you find women even those that are pregnant they go through so much so many emotions you know but w with pregnant women as we know they are creating so they will have to be those emotions coming through because of the principles that are developing within this creation that is uh coming through in 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 um the physical waters of of noon within the woman so i mean i've read like i said rosemary clark's sacred magic of ancient egypt will talks about she talks about the, the 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 different functions of these netaru so i would get that book and i would read about that if i were you and you will learn about the different functions now i've also said that the netaru ngamadlozi and amadlozi when you understand the creation story you realize uguti amadlozi are eternal those are the eternal spirits amatongo are those people that have lived and they are in, found in the world of Rostau, the world of Rostau, the one that is just above the world of Amenti. So in the physicality, we are in the world of Amenti. When you die, you go into the world of Rostau, the world, the, 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 the world of the spirits. And then you might even end up going all the way up back to Ukulukulwane and become just a star there, you know you never know anyhow each and uh, um so as i said ngamadlozi they are eternal spirits and and uh, they, they have not lived in the physicality but perform specific functions within us if you've listened to the creation story part two i talk about that the 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 whole process of when we start from 
the part one where we are looking at the four stages and then from those four stages it breaks down into the four uh the four different uh schools or kemenu you know iyunu you know it all breaks down the netaru the function they're they're breaking down they're multiplying uh, the great spirit is multiplying itself into different functions, you know, but it all leads back to, it's like a pyramid structure. It all leads back to that particular, that, that one point, that top, that apex at the top there. Each and every one of us, well, as I said, when I first began my podcast, I only focus on my focus is on the Kemetic worldview. So I'm looking at Abantu, Abantu, Isisus, Aguantu, you know, the melanin or carbon beings, the melanin nation. I am talking about Inzalogantu because that is the only people that I know because I know myself very well. We all have those 12 principles within us, in our brains there. We all have the 12 principles. Um, the most dominant would be that which was in season when you were born. All you need to do is to look into the characteristic of that principle. So earlier on in one of the episodes, I did say that our ancestors figured that our human minds think in pictures. And in order for us to understand things of the spirit world, we need pictures. Hence the iconographs that we see of two-legged beings but with an animal or mammal or bird head on top these principles that we see on the calendar if you look at the 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 calendar uh, the gek calendar it has the the netaru and they have you know uh, two-legged beings then they have an animal or mammal or serpent or bird head on top now this is important because each of the 12 principles have an animal that you can look into for its uh, for its characteristic then read that characteristic of that principle and look at your own characteristic as well this comes from that concept of ma'at that is the concept of ubuntu the correct concept of ubuntu not the i am because you are it's just a little part of the 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 bigger picture of what ubuntu really is the concept of it remember i said ma'at is everywhere ma'at is the all pervasive force the one that is everywhere in every school it was there it was ma'at is everywhere ma'at is ubuntu our interconnectedness with all that is everything that is on this earth we are interconnected with it we are interconnected with animals that's why you can look at an animal's characteristic look at your characteristic then go back to the netaru and look at the netaru's characteristic and you will figure out oh my goodness we i kind of yeah i i, I can identify myself with that animal the mammal the serpent, the bird, you know. So the Kemet or African royal calendar book written by Umkulun Singiza breaks down the crystal stone, the color, the metal, the incense, the scent, or tree, 
and the animal, serpent, mammal, bird, representing the characteristic of that Netaru in that particular season. All these things can be used to connect with the energy of that Netaru in that season that it is predominant. And, I, and as I said, once you start living the calendar life, you will experience a lot of Heka. Things are not always rosy. It's not always the magic, like the good stuff. You may have not so great experiences, but because you live the calendar, you will observe that there is a lesson to learn from that not so great experience, or there are even answers for questions that have uh, been left unanswered for ages. Those then just come through at that very difficult time. You know, Isambulelo Siyesha Uchehuti decides, well, this is the time when you are going through such a difficult moment in that season, such a heavy moment, you know, the season maybe of Ma'at, you are hoping that, wow, Ma'at is going to bring order and, and harmony and balance into my life. And the opposite just happens. Things are chaotic. It's like you are in the season of set all of a sudden. You know, you haven't left the season of set, but probably Umaat Uyalungisa is into, you know, Umaat is actually uh, 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 um, making order in your life, you know, but then it is such a painful uh, process. It's a, it's a painful way that you have to, to experience Umaat bringing that order into your life, you know. Um, and I and you know this is the heka thing. It's not always that. It's just it's it's just that magical time. It's that heka also comes in with the 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 ability to see wisdom where difficult times come through to you. And at the end of that season of maat, you might then realize, oh, oh, koko sebem fagin you know, into Zamsis Hambagasi and the next season and the season after you experience good things. So, Royals, in the Kemetic worldview, we don't have months. We have seasons. Our year begins in Mandulo what the Gregorian calendar calls September. But on the 23rd of the Gregorian calendar is the beginning of the Kemetic calendar season, following the sun's movement. So we are following nature. That is the most fundamental thing that you must understand that the Kemetic worldview is always in alignment with nature. Lizanklolela, I so as you know the energies within me, the people that walk with me in spirit, they they kind of like to the owners of Ubizololu, you know, the ones that have uh, uh, challenged me with this calling. They they like to be with me as I as I share what I have learned and what 
uh, uh, Jehuti has taught me. So, uh, as I'm saying, on the 21st of September, the, the sun crosses the imaginary line of the equator. On the 22nd of September, it's the day of the spring equinox. And on the 23rd of September, the sun makes a one degree southward movement, signifying the new season. So, as I was saying, Uwuti, the Kemetic worldview, the calendar, was not just crafted out of the blue, out of nowhere. Like if I ask you, what is September? What does that mean? What does it signify? Versus what is Umandulo? What does that mean? Umandulo means the beginning, you know. And in September, we see that it is greening. Everything is greening. The first rains fall in, at that time. You know, even here in Australia, they 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 have a name for it. I forgot. I will look into it again. I I had it in in mind, but I, it just slipped my mind now. The season begins in September, the new season, the new cycle, because you know Australia is in 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 the southern hemisphere as well. So they actually follow. We we are on actual Kemet time, and it's been very easy to follow the calendar because and to follow impartial because I'm on the actual Kemet time and even I follow um, the the calendar according to um, using the you know the the native language ngapa and I'll come and I'll share with you at some point. So that is our cycle. So our seasons begin on the 23rd and they end on the 22nd of each cycle in each season. I think you're a city and I would be uh, interested to observe what is happening in Yang. Why did Okoko call it Inyanga every, you know, the next moon, even if you read Indaba, my children, Umkulu Vusamazulu, um, when he writes, he was, uh, there was nothing like next month or whatever. It was like the next moon, the next moon. So as I said before that the stellar calendar, the moon, the, the lunar calendar and the solar calendar are in sync and they were always used interchangeably for so many reasons and you know like not even interchange together actually in sync together they were used together and hence look we we call um e, our season inyang so city inyang inyang it wasn't to do with month it's actually to do with every season that's what i figured so it would be interesting to observe what is happening as in the moon at each beginning of the season and at the end i haven't really looked into it myself because of you know uh, of lack of time i'm busy uh, working full time and doing so many other things but i want to do it at some point because i'm so naturally curious about these things you know this knowledge when you start tapping into it you know and you start to see things happening you just your curiosity just goes from zero to like a thousand and you just want to keep knowing and knowing more and knowing more. So um, back to the calendar. 
So I'd like to kind of give an example about me. I was born in the season of Heru. And some of my characteristics when I looked at it, when I because I'm an I'm an analytical person. Some of my characteristics when I looked at them, I realized, well, first of all, I've always been an analytical person. I've always excelled in anything, even at school, that requires analysis, whether it is in numbers we're analyzing or it is English literature we're analyzing a book. I just, it was just, that is my turf, you know. Um, I see things well beforehand, like I'm very strategic, you know. Um, I'm a plan, I see ahead before any, you know, before people can say, well, I would have just said, look, this is not going to work. And for sure, and half the time people don't even believe me, but then it doesn't work. And then they come back and say, well, wow, she told us that it wouldn't work. And I even give reasons, but you know, when you've grown up with people and they don't even, and you, you've, um, changed, uh, you know, now we are in that season where people are just transitioning spiritually, the callings we have, others are spiritually called others, uh, have ancestral gifts, um, you know, and, and we are just changing and the old friends they wouldn't believe that oh you've become this person so i don't take it uh, personally when they don't believe me i just laugh and i sit back and i wait for it to happen and then it happens and sometimes i think that it's just it's not only Uwuti, i have got the calling but also i am just a heru i think that any heru uh, anyone born in the season of Heru and has that characteristic predominant in them would also um, experience this for themselves. So I don't really like to be part of groups uh, because of, you know, the whole scaffold that happens. I find myself then just going up above it all and just stepping aside and just floating, you know, in my own world. I step back, I do my own thing. I don't wait for things to go really ugly. I just like switch off, get out of it whilst I still can. I actually thought I was weird, but, um, you know, I realized now that I, I've started to know myself that, oh, no, I'm not that weird. So I don't bend over backwards when it comes to umteto. I like structure, order. I'm naturally very organized. And I have a certain order I like things to be in. Like, I looked at my art and I'm like, yeah, this, oh my goodness, the whole umteto thing, you know, I'm like a lawyer for everyone and I'm like a judge sometimes. I don't know. So when I came across uh, anyone familiar uh, with, uh, anyone that I'm familiar with especially, uh, I like to ask. I, 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 I liked to ask in the, in the beginning, you know, what, what your date, what the date of birth of that person was, you know, um, and I could describe them based on the calendar and I'd leave them speechless. Like what, you know, so, but like I said, I was also born with a spiritual calling part of which is what I, I've started doing now, talking on this podcast, sharing my knowledge, my worst nightmare, my worst nightmare 
it was my worst nightmare has been having to put myself out there. It is my worst out, uh, nightmare. I like being in the background. You know, I like just being the helper and just following other people and listening to what other people are saying. But nah, no, 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 darling. You have to, you have to come out there and do umsevens as you are called by spirit. You know, so my calling unfortunately requires of me to be in the forefront. What a, what a challenge. What a challenge. So um, I am also Sikhmet. I am Jehuti. I am a teacher. I share knowledge. You know, you are also Jehuti. You are Sikhmet. You are Heru. You are Ma'at. We have all the 12 principles, as I said, but you have that one that is predominant and that then brings out your character. When people uh, characterize you and when you look at the characteristics of the Netaru, look at the falcon. I look at the falcon. Have you looked into the falcon? Flies the highest, sees the furthest, you know, is very precise when it is going to grab something. It is very, very precise, you know. It is a clean sweep. It doesn't make a mistake on that. So that is my characteristic. I, I, I see beyond, you know. I'm analytical. I'm strategic. The falcon is strategic. So when you find two people clashing, it is always important, I guess, to look into their predominant netaru, and perhaps that's a way to solve some conflict. Even for yourself, if you find you're clashing with someone, look into your characteristic, look into the other person's characteristic. Because if, as I have been saying from the creation story to now, the natural design of things is that we are meant to be complementary as the netaru are complementary to each other. So for every set, there needs to be a heru. I mean, like the yin and the yang, you know, for every bad, there needs to be a good that counters. For every female energy, there needs to be a male energy in order to have ma'at, to have balance, to achieve balance. There must always be balance and harmony. How do you achieve balance and harmony? Is to have that yin and then the equal amount of yang. I also wanted to touch on something I found quite fascinating when we are looking at the calendar. Now, I've just said that we need to be analytical as to the iconographs because we think in pictures, it is those pictures that Okoko left us that then help us to understand each netaru of the calendar. Help us to understand the characteristic via the animals that they give, that they gave us to look into. When you understand the characteristic of that animal, you understand the characteristic of the netaru. When you understand the characteristic of the stone that is in season, I mean, when you understand that stone, what it's all about, the characteristics, I guess, understand the color, 
what is that color all about? Is it lesi? What is the characteristic of Islam? That combination of all those things then gives you a bigger picture of what you are looking at here when you're looking at this Neturu. Its functions, its function in your body and its function in everything that is here on earth because those Neturu, as we said, as we have learned from the creation story, uh, they are functions that function in each and every one of our bodies and in a complementary way. So we must learn it in that sense. We must always think about it in that way. So as I'm talking about to Asa, the green god, depicted as a man who is green, chlorophyll in plants, melanin in us humans. We are actually supposed to be green, as I heard. I even have green patches on, on my shoulders. It's very interesting. He holds a rod and staff. Now, I said that we need to bring the, this schematic talk into our present lives because what I think we have been, some people are failing to connect the ancient knowledge to what we are living now because maybe of the, it's the level of consciousness now he holds a rod and staff essentially who are the people that you have seen holding a staff and a rod these days it's not even a rod and then a staff when i saw that i looked at izangoma the 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 royal priest the priests and priestesses, those were the ones who were the royal priests and priestesses. Izangoma, the diviners. Why? Why is it that it is the king of kings holding the rod and staff? I'm asking myself, so when... When Omkulu Vusama Zulu in his book, The Zulu Shaman that I just read, describes a Sangoma as one called by the great spirit. It is a spiritual calling. Then he says, Inyanga is an ancestral calling. Yo, I was like, okay, hold up. I need to really think about this. Then I'm looking at Asa, the green god, who is holding a rod and a staff. And he is known as the king of kings the one who represents Umvengang. The one who is represented by the sun. Why do we call Asa the king of kings? Why does he hold the rod and staff as those of the royal priesthood held and still hold to today? Guys, I'm yet to get the answers to some of these questions. But perhaps this is the everyday life that we need to look into when we are looking at this knowledge. You will find that it's things that we see and all and or even do on a daily basis unconsciously. Or they have been misinterpreted, as you can see, the mainstream media, even nowadays, our YouTube is full of so many interpretations that, you know, they're gobsmacking like you can't even. I mean, disbelief. This is why I decided to not 
to look into the creation story and understand my calling from the ancient knowledge, the authentic, the pure, spiritual, ancient knowledge. And you know, to get Isambulelo from there to understand this. So because of all these misinterpretations and all, and people really um, reducing the Netaru to um, human, to humans, humanizing the divine spirits. Uh, I think that it, it kind of uh, makes everything lose meaning you know but i i mean this is something to think about and it may be controversial i don't know but these were just the light bulbs that just came up and i thought i should share with you and maybe we can have a a, a proper conversation about this um and maybe you can send in your your voice messages you know your comments are so welcome i'd like to hear from you what you think this is something deep to think about and maybe we can have a discussion one day i am planning on having a a um a video discussion maybe on my youtube channel the kazi um or on my facebook channel i will let you know but this um royals the calendar is not something someone can teach you you have to be curious about yourself enough. You have to take that time to study the characteristics of everything you must read. It is all about reading. And it's not that you will get all the answers from the book. It is that you will of some sort. It will lead you somewhere. It will help you to, to, to open up to, maybe it will lead you to an observation in, in, in nature or to a conversation, or just that thought, Jehutia will come through with, with a thought for you, you know, and an answer for you. So um, let us study, let us study the characteristics of everything that is because we are interconnected. That is the fundamental basis. It's not that Ubuntu is just about uh, me and you as humans it's not a human to human thing only it is a interconnectedness of everything that is the animals the flora the fauna you name it so this is all i've got for you this week royals i hope that we will continue to have these we'll continue to have these conversations um and that we will continue to grow spiritually together towards the end.